understanding that someone's a good driver could save everyone tons of money. We're all paying insurance as if we're terrible drivers. Uh, and we're all paying insurance based on metrics like your gender and your credit score, as opposed to how you drive and where you drive and what you do. I'm happy to be here today with Rashid Galandanchi. He is the CEO and founder of Driver Technologies. Welcome, Rashid. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It'd be great to understand a little bit more about your background and kind of how it led you to found the company. Yeah, thanks so much. I grew up between the U.S. and Nigeria, actually, and uh, had a lot of good experiences seeing how, seeing really two things that, that did end up driving me to start Driver, uh, along with my co-founders, Michael Yako and Marcus Newbery, uh, and our amazing team. Uh, basically, the two things that really jumped out to me growing up were, one was about income disparity and just disparities in general, disparities of access and, and you know, sort of the lack of fairness in the world. And being in northern Nigeria and southern New Hampshire, both places where I saw countries that had enormous wealth. Uh, that was not trickling down, so to speak. Throughout my career, I've been very interested in what is now sort of called impact investing, uh, ways in which capital can be driven into activities that have positive social or environmental uh, outcomes. Uh, and then the other thing that really jumped out to me, it was again like an inequality thing, uh, was really around car safety. So I saw that in emerging markets, but also in the United States, car death and often overlooked serious injury from, from vehicles, uh, both with pedestrians and cyclists, but also with drivers, uh, was this huge thing. And it had massive effects on families around me. Uh, as I got older and started to study it, I found out that it was the top 10 cause of death in the world, the number one cause of death of people under you know age 50 or 65 in many countries. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And personally, my father was in a car accident in Nigeria where people in the other vehicle uh, that kind of T-boned him uh, did pass away. And he always said, if I hadn't been borrowing the Volvo of an affluent friend of his, he would have died. And he always pointed out that, you know, he didn't have a Volvo. Other people in Nigeria don't have Volvos. It's like crazy thing that this guy chose to import this Swedish safety car uh, and it saved his life. And so it's always really struck me, hey, we can do businesses that make the world a better place. And we should figure out how to make this car safety stuff more democratized. And that's really what uh, led me to starting Driver. And so I really started to think, well, could we just make something that uses this supercomputer that so many people have access to, a cell phone? You just mount it in your car. It uses the outside camera and looks at the road, tries to warn you if it thinks you're going to hit a car, a pedestrian, a cyclist, a motorcycle, a bus. Uh, and now we're rolling out. Uh, drowsiness and distraction alerts as well. So it monitors the driver for falling asleep, for not looking when something's coming. And it can do it all on the edge using the cell phone, doesn't need to hit the cloud. Um, and so that's that's really what we've been building a driver. So when you talk about democratizing this, um, is that sort of for me in you know, driving around in my car, or is that more sort of trying to do it at scale by supporting fleets and and, and commercial auto and some of the new models, uh, you know, with, um, you know, rideshare and, and those types of things, or how does the business model work? Yeah, great, great question. 
Uh, I think what's really exciting for us, but perhaps also tough when you're uh, a young company just getting started, is that almost everyone drives. And so what we're doing applies to so many different segments. And so when we started, we started with the rideshare community. We were really excited to see that while that market totally understands what we're doing and you know it's, it's a huge part of our user base along with people who insure those types of drivers, uh, we quickly saw uptake as well in the just general consumer market. And then as you called out, not only is there kind of the commercial traditional truck that you might imagine uh, you know, model, but then there's all this in between that's been happening. And I think a huge part of our, our uh, success so far has been around this sharing economy. That's where we, where we step in. Got it. Is the sort of value in the, you know, the alerts and the monitoring or is the value in the sort of data of the behavior or unfortunate aftermath when there is an accident? Sort of where are you trying to add the most value? And then also sort of what's the business model? How do you monetize that? Yeah, thanks. Totally. Um, so we really see two phases of action. One is about real time, what's happening with a driver and how do we protect them and take care of that driver? The second piece is, is what you're describing as well, where we look at a highly anonymized level to look at things like, are there certain intersections in cities where dangerous uh, activities are happening over and over again? And could we work with uh, you know, folks who are passionate about car safety ourselves, automakers, insurance players, to basically just turn around this massive trend of car injury and death into something that's safer. And in terms of the the future product roadmap and and maybe you know other ways you see the insurance industry evolving to use technology like this, any any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to be increasing uh, respect for that privacy piece, and, and that's part of our our thesis is that basically privacy is everything. Hardware has got to go. Right now, there's just a bunch of people who are basically not being insured as they switch between ride share and delivery and personal driving. They're not being properly covered because there's no way to understand what they're doing and for them to share information and, and have these safety tools. And so we basically are saying, we should be able to deliver that with privacy, with incredibly low cost and ease of, ease of access, and that that should be kind of the future of insurance. Obviously, there are other types of ways to gather data for other types of of ways to get people protection. So, you know, the name of the company is Driver. Your logo, I think, has a steering wheel. I mean, do you see yourself staying strictly focused in the automotive space, or do you see this sort of concept or this technology with, with maybe different, you know, monitors and sensors being applied elsewhere to sort of achieve those goals of increased safety, increased, um, you know, access, et cetera, that you were describing for the automotive market? Yeah, it's a great question. I think we definitely see uh, opportunities to expand beyond automotive, although I will say it's a ridiculously large market. Like there are very few uh, areas that you can have a startup in where when you say how many people in the U.S. are a potential yeah. user, it's like 99%, right? And, and the same globally. Uh, I think there's something like 300 million cars in the country, right? right. Um, but that said, two things are, are kind of in our immediate 
line of vision. One is that we are starting to accept into our driver cloud platform data from other sources. The second thing is that folks in other sectors have started to use our app. So we've noticed people in boating, for example, using the app. Uh, we've even had people on uh, jet skis using it. Yeah. Uh, and then in aviation, using it, personal personal aviation. And I think the, the thesis is the same, which is, God forbid something happens on the water. I want to be able to tell the story of I was going this speed in this location yeah. and this came out of nowhere and went against the rules of the water and, and caused an accident. In general, how do you sort of walk that line of transparency, you know, with with folks? Do you do you share the good, the bad, and the ugly, or how, how do you handle that? Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think um, we've erred on the side of radical transparency. We've erred on the side of hiring people who have a lot of experience, uh, which is probably not like the typical Silicon Valley, you know, fresh out of college model. And I think because of that, we can be very honest with folks because they, they generally have the context of saying, I would rather know the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, and see how my team is managing it and how leadership is dealing with it than, you know, just live my day in bliss, but, but ignorant bliss, yeah. right? I'm actually sort of curious. So given the fact that maybe this is your first time in this particular role within an organization like this, how, you know, who have you sort of reached out to? Who have you created as your sort of circle of advisors? Definitely. Well, I think the first thing is, is the team is amazing. And so um, I think one of the other benefits of both pulling together, but also with your, you know, an investor hat on, maybe investing in teams that don't quite look like two Stanford dropouts kind of thing. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, there are pros to that, uh, which are, which are great right. as well. Um, but one of the pros of having a more mature team is that I can actually turn to my co-founders and my leadership team and they've all had totally different experiences, but all of them, you know, 20 years in industries going through these types of things. Uh, and that really helps. So just, I'd like to loop back to one more thing here, if it's okay. Um, and that's kind of your unique background, um, kind of growing up in two places and being exposed to different cultures and the story of your dad and his accident. And so as this evolves, uh, you, you know, you're talking about a massive market in the U.S., but do you, do you see yourself sort of uh, approaching this globally? Are there other things from the sort of the social impact point of view that, that you hope to do is, you know, obviously you have to run a business first and, and make sure the business can sustain itself and its stakeholders. But, but are there other things you'd like to do, you know, longer term on that front? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that's so exciting to us about the, what we're building is that when you look at the mobility industry, it's one of the most global of industries. We're careful to not, expend resources across the globe before we have them, right? Uh, so from a marketing perspective, we've been very US focused. All those international downloads have just been organic, uh, but we're starting to roll out partnerships uh, in, in the UK, in parts of Europe, uh, in South Africa, uh, in China, and in Latin America. So we're definitely poised for global. So I'm curious if someone is using this technology and they lose their phone, then what do you do? 
<laughs> Great question. So that's what that's a huge piece of why we're so excited uh, to be announcing the driver cloud uh, for personal drivers, where basically, you know, much like we've become accustomed with every other thing we do, uh, instead of just being device driven, there's actually a cloud portal. You can log in, you can see all your trips, you know, all the things that you expect to be able to do with technology, but you've just never been able to do it with this, this sector. Great. Rashid Galadanchi, yep. the founder and CEO of Driver Technologies. It's been great having you on. Uh, is there anything else we missed that you'd like to touch on before we wrap up? No, I just really appreciate it. And just ask everyone to, you know, go to the app store and type in driver dash cam and it'll be the first thing that pops up and give it give it a try. We'd love some feedback. All right, Rashid, thanks again. Really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to talking soon. Sounds great. Thank you.